Radio Newark, the home of Radio Newark Sport. Weeknights from 7. Radio Newark Sport. Brought to you with Smith's Timber Merchants. For all your fencing, decking and DIY needs on Appleton Gate, Newark. Visit smithstimber.co.uk. Tonight, Radio Newark Sport are live from the Dukeries Academy. Yes, we're on tour. It's the opening night of the Newark and Sherwood Sports Awards. And we are here with lots, thousands, hundreds of people come to see this. Um, and we have esteemed guests with us. So let's start off by telling you who the front row are. The chairman of the Newark and Sherwood District Council, Councillor Robert Crow. Mike White's here representing the Sam White Legacy Trust. The Mayor of Ollerton, Councillor Donna Cumberledge. And a visitor over from Newark. Our very own town mayor, Councillor Irene Brown. You are all very welcome to the Newark and Sherwood Sports Awards. The nominations are in. The adjudicators have made their decision. And they tell me it was a heck of a decision to make. The lights are on. The red carpet should have been here. I'll ask Alexis about that one in a few minutes. And for the next three evenings, it's my job to announce the winners. Live on Radio New York Sport. We begin tonight with no less than four categories. The coach, the volunteer, the senior disabled sportsperson, and the Sam White Junior Volunteer. Of course, it wouldn't be the Sports Awards without this next bit, and to keep me in order, and to do what she always does, keep everybody in order, the Director of Communities, in other words, the brains behind the Sports Awards. So I'm active for today. Please welcome Alexis Nock. Thank you, thank you, and thank you to Radio Newark for again supporting us here to do the presentations. Um, lovely to be in Ollerton as well, and thank you to the Dukeries Academy for hosting tonight's first first awards presentation. Alexis, these sports awards have become a little bit of an institution now. It's We build up from September, we start talking about them, the nominations go out in October, then you have your meeting and white smoke comes out of the chimneys at, um, at, at the Duke Sports Centre when you've made your decisions. How important are these awards in the sporting calendar? Well, Mick, the awards started in 2006, many, many years ago, um, and they've changed and developed and evolved over the last 14 years. And I'm pleased to say I'm, I think I'm the only one still here, to be honest. Um, I've seen all those years since 2006 and seeing lots of different faces, but it is an opportunity to share lots and lots of good work that's going on in Newark and Sherwood. And tonight we've got some local people from Ollerton, which is fabulous. So so you're telling us you're the last lady standing, are you? That's, that's what you're really saying. I think so. I'm only 16. I started when I was four. So, uh, yeah. So who, come on then. Who won the sports person of the year in, the, in 2006? Dean Sugden. Dean Sugden? Yeah. Well, you see, you've done your own work, haven't you? No, I just know it. You've been caught out on all these before, haven't you? You have caught me out before, so I've done my, <laughs> done my revision for tonight and this week. The categories have remained pretty much the same over the years. They have, and they did mirror the Nottinghamshire Sports Awards when we first started in 2006, so that actually when every district in Nottinghamshire does their own district-based sports awards, the winners and some of the finalists, because some of the finalists are ev- ever so strong, were automatically put through to the Nottinghamshire Sports Awards. Um, and in the last couple of years, that's changed a little, um, but there is still the Nottinghamshire Get Active Awards, which takes place in February. And those nominations actually are out at the moment and they close on the 13th of December. So it actually might be that we've got some people going forward from our sports awards to those Get Active Awards. So as you can already appreciate, it's very rare that I get a word in edgeways. <laughs> so I do like to do a non-scripted bit with her. Um, the awards, what are the awards? Let's go through all the awards that we're giving out over the next three nights. There are 11 awards in total. There are four junior categories. We've got junior sportsperson, junior team, junior volunteer. Um, sorry, three... three so junior disabled sportsperson as well. And then we've got coach of the year, volunteer of the year, junior, uh, senior sportsperson, senior disabled sportsperson, club of the year, role of honour. Senior team, forgot senior team. And then the role of honour, the most prestigious award. I don't get her on the back foot very often. No. It's, it's um, quite enjoyable. 
Right, let's uh, let's move on because you're going to have some inspirational stories over the next um, 50 minutes. You are, and I'm now going to hand over to my assistant, actually, the guy who's been instrumental in some of the work that's been going on in Ollerton for the last eight year and 18 months. So I'm going to hand over to Dave because it is a team effort. It's not just me at all. It is a team effort for the whole of the sports development team. So Dave's going to take part and do all of the proceedings tonight. So that's me done. In 13 years, Dave, that's the first. We've actually got the mic off her. Um, but she is right. You have done a lot of work on, on this one, and particularly from this side of our area. Yeah, in the Sherwood side of the district, Mick, um, is where we needed the most um, support over in, in Newark. We still um, help and assist in, in sport development over there, but particularly over in the Sherwood side, uh, it was where we had gaps. Um, the problem is for people over here was a lack of opportunities. So we've worked along with... Um, partners both at the district council and the county council um the schools um all over um uh, the shoe side of the district to try and increase the amount of opportunities there are for people in ollerton so i'll give you time to think about this in about 10 minutes i'm going to ask you why sporting sheer what is not keeping up with sporting newark no response excellent yeah. <laughs> i can feel a pain in my back but there's no response at all um okay Let's get on to the important part of all this, and it's time for our first award of the evening, and that is the Newark and Sherwood Senior Disabled Sports Person of the Year. Dave? Okay. Uh, Laura competes in both gymnastics and trampoline and has had a very successful year, achieving a place on the British Gymnastics Squad in February. She's really improved with her training at the Duke's Leisure Centre, committing to four trampoline sessions each week, improving her skill, ability, and the quality of her routines ready for competitions. She's competed in many competitions and events, achieving first ever national gold medal at the Spring Series 1 in April, a gold medal and one silver medal at the English qualifications in May, and bronze medal at the Spring Series 2 in June 2019. She competed at the English Championships, achieving double silver medals, one individual and one in synchronised routines. Our presentation party to step forward, and Dave, you can have the honour. The winner is... Uh, Laura Young. And Laura is now stepping forward to receive the Newark and Sherwood Senior Disabled Sports Person of the Year Award. Fantastic. Well done, Laura. Anybody want to take any photos? Please take this opportunity to take them now, and then we're going to have a quick chat with Laura. Dave, you know Laura obviously very well. Um, How proud of you first... Oh. Well, <laughs> I thought you was in charge of this part of the world. No, sorry, I don't. Okay, well, let but me... But it is an absolute pleasure to meet you, Laura, I must say. You met Dave for the first time tonight. Laura, let's talk um, trampoline. And I did try that once and, and fell off. It, seem, it seems very difficult to actually stay on the trampoline to somebody as uh, unsports-wise as I am. But uh, you've obviously mastered it. The British... Let's take it through the year then, shall we? The British Gymnastics Squad in February. Was that the first call-up? Uh, no, it was my second... And where do you have to go for for that? Um, you have to go down to Lillardshire, which is a national training camp for Team GB. And are you expected to get there and back? Is it funded or is it sort of bank of mum and dad job? <laughs> bank of mum and dad. <laughs> so well done, mum and dad. Would mum and dad like to come up here as well? Come on. Come on. Let's let's have them up here as, um, as well. Um, training at the Duke Ridge Legislature. Centre. So you train locally as well. It's... That must be good to have a, a facility on the doorstep to start with. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> it's really good. And let me just take you right through to the last one on there. Laura's latest achievement was the British Championships in September with a silver medal. You must be so pleased on that. Yeah, it was all right. I won a gold, but oh well. <laughs> it wasn't a gold. Well, I suppose that's a way to look at it, isn't it? It wasn't a gold, but uh, you are the second best in the country. Yeah. Well, and was it close? Four, probably about four points, if that. Being serious then, when you analyse your performance, could you have done any better or was that the best you did? Because if that's the best you did, that's a fantastic achievement. Yeah, I always say I can do better, but that's just me. Well, I suppose that's how sports people should be. Um, Mum and Dad, um, can I just come in between the, between the two of you? Um, one very proud daughter, but I've got no doubt one super proud mum. Yes, very proud with her over how, the years. How long has she been trampolining? I mean, where did all this 
come from a trampoline in the back garden or started at school and then she got a trampoline in the garden and then she just uh, joined a club and took it from there and she's done it ever since and she's done really well and in bd squad is even better that the time when you get the letter or the i suppose it's email these days the letter or the email to say that she's got in a i mean many of us can't know what 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 it's like but uh just what was it i i think the tears flowed well actually she got an email uh by herself so then she came she was just about to go on tonight's shift and she got quite uh got told she got qualified for gb squad oh by the way mum <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it's a bit like that isn't it um i take it dad sort of put some more mileage in on the car though yes certainly <laughs> the journey's backwards and forwards so Lewis, she's been very successful really She's moving forward, and hopefully she'll get picked again for this next season. Because she has to compete again, probably in January, February. I, on the sports show, on regular occasions, go off on a rant that sports people in this country um, can only be as good as the parents have got the time, the ability, the finance to let them be. And I do think that's 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 wrong. Um, Laura's very lucky; she's got she's got yourselves um, who can do it. Other, other people not so lucky. When you look at other countries that's backing the youngsters, we don't do that, do we? Oh, you're asking me a different question there. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it doesn't matter where she come. We would support her 100. percent We'd take her to every event around the country, even when she was in the school competitions we took her to different games, qualifications down south, all over the country basically uh, I don't know what I can say to that Laura, where's all this going to take you? I mean, we've got the silver, are we going to go for the gold next year? Yeah. <laughs> what about the international scene? Is there an international trampolining scene? Is that the next on the list? Depends what that gets funded. And are we in an Olympic sport? Um, not yet, as it will be in the Paralympics. Um, so obviously for Paralympics, one sport has to come out for another sport to go in. And it depends on the country that it's where it is. Like They pick the sport. So, so fingers crossed? Yeah. Definitely fingers crossed. Where, where And where are the next Paralympics? They're in Tokyo. Oh, that's very... Oh, well, there you go then. Radio Nook Sport will have to come over and... Uh, <laughs> Thank you all three of you for coming up here and having a chat. It's been absolutely brilliant. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Dave, even though you didn't know, Laura is obviously a Ollerton girl and an Ollerton family. And w- what I picked up right at the beginning about that, the initial training is being done here in Ollerton at one of your leisure centres. Yeah, and uh, Laura is one of the many um, individuals that we have that is competing at um, both national and international level as well. So uh, across a variety of sports, both this side of the district and over in in Newark as well. How important are the sports and fitness centres, the ledger centres, call them what you like. I call them sports centres because that's what they are. Um, How important are they to a community? Um, they're essential, um, even talking about talented individuals, those that are going to compete at the elite level. Um, most of them start their grassroots um, within leisure centres, so they'll get the first taste of gymnastics or trampoline or whatever it may be at a leisure centre um, before they then go off and, and train at those elite levels. Here's where I give a thank you. She's gone around the back, but a thank you to Alexis and the team at, at um, Active for today who manage three sports centres and look after Southwell. It's a bit different. It's a partnership at Southwell, isn't it? Manage three sports centres, look after them. And uh, I, I do know the one in Newark is a, a spectacular, a spectacular building. We're so proud of, of that one. Your work, though, on Active for Today is not just at sports centres. 
No, we are out about in the community, so a lot of the work that we've done, um, particularly on this side of the district, has been out in the community. Um, we're lucky in Newark, for example, where they've got um, sports hall facilities, squash courts and a swimming pool. Also got the YMCA and the facilities there next door that we have access to. Um, so we're very lucky there. Over in um, place like Collerton and Billsthorpe, we have to be a little bit more creative with um, the, the sessions we can put on, the, the demographic of people that we can target, um, and what we can actually help people deliver out there. And you're going to tell us a bit more about sport in Ollerton and Sherwood yep. um, in a couple of minutes. And we still have to come, our coach, our senior volunteer, and the Sam White Junior Volunteer of the Year. And we are lucky to have Mike sitting over there waiting to come. Is, uh, we last spoke to Mike on the sports show when he, uh, he decided it was a good thing to cycle from John O'Groats to Land's End via Newark. Um, his cycling that he'd done before then sort of consisted of the paper shop and back. And off the top of his head, oh, I quite fancy that idea. Um, we'll have a chat to him later on because I think once he'd got to Land's End, he didn't think it was such a good idea as it sounded a couple of weeks previous. But... Uh, <laughs> Mike will tell us all about that one um, still to come. Right, um, we're going to be back in a couple of minutes with our Coach of the Year. You're listening to Radio Newark Sport live on FM and DAB at the first night of the Newark and Sherwood Sports Awards from the Dukeries Academy here in Ollerton. And um, Dave and I are going to chat about the uh, state of sport on this side of Newark and Sherwood because we tend to sitting out there in Newark we tend to forget about um, everybody over here Dave but uh, sport is over here and is thriving now, I just want to invite somebody else up actually because I told a story um, on Radio Newark Sport was doing was doing memories and my my memory is going to football with my father who's fortunately no longer with us and the week that he passed away FlowServe had a home match and the game of course has to go on and my recollection of it is that um, there was myself mother and the FlowServe committee standing there for the minute silence but the important thing about this was it was it was a local derby against teams that you don't like each other at local derbies do you at least for 90 minutes you don't like each other but the respect we got from the opposition on that afternoon, I will remember for the rest of my life. And that opposition was actually Ollerton Town. And Dave Winter, the Ollerton Town manager, is here. And Dave, can you come step forward as well? Because uh, I sort of fell in love with Ollerton Town Football Club on, on, that, on that afternoon. Um, Dave, um, step six football. Yes, step six. Good yeah. standard. Um, Too good. What sort of season? <laughs> um, as this season has been um, very strange. Uh, I've been looking back recently. Our last three games have been abandoned, and I'm not sure how how often that's happened in, in any football. Um, due to um, floodlight failure, floodlights not working, and then away at Skegness on Saturday, abandonment due to an injury. So, so uh, yeah, three games on the top abandoned. You, you so do seem, unique, seem to be having problems with putting the shilling in the meter. Uh, yes, um, just down the road. So if anyone's got anything on them, um, <laughs> down Walesby Lane, um, more than welcome to come and drop um, 50p in for us. But no, we've, we've got some more coming out to sort of today. Fingers but crossed. The point is, you are now an established club at that level yes, of, of well, football. When 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 it was Father's Day at Flowsave, was both playing in the Central Midlands in, in the Central Midlands, weren't we? And, yeah, and, yeah, and we yeah. both moved on on yes, from and, there. And, and obviously, Flowsave gone up, gone up to Step Five um, last season. And there's Newark Town doing well, um, Collingham doing well in Step Seven. But yeah, we're doing all right in Step Six. We're happy with it. Yeah, where can and where do you want? Well, that's probably two different things. Ollerton to go. <laughs> Of course, I have ambitions as a manager. Um, the club has ambitions, but um, you you have to be respectful to the club. You don't. Um, um, I'd, I can't certainly go knocking on doors demanding bigger budgets, etc. For 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 players, um, because I want Ollerton Town to be around for for the next forty, fifty years. You know, we we, we don't want to ruin a club, so we will we'll keep within its means. And if that means, you know, not not paying silly fees for players, is it is it sad in your eyes that football is going even at this level yeah. is going down the way of finance i mean i i, I talk to you new know, rugby club south rugby club ollerton rugby club their players play because they want to play yeah. rugby and they want to play for the badge and they don't want to pay for the envelope at the end of the match um 
I suppose if you want to go up through the ranks, you have to do it. But I think football, even at our level, has probably sold has sold its soul. It's very odd. Um, we at step seven when we got out of the central Midlands, where uh, the majority of our squad were Ollerton based players. Um, now our squad, yes, we've still got our Ollerton based players in, but we've also we're, we're also talking Rotherham, Sheffield, Worksop, uh, Mansfield, um, Leicester for our players to come and come and play for us. Um, you know, you need. To, you need better players to, to stay in step six. Dave, just there. stay with us for a couple yeah, of minutes. No problem. I think yeah. what's coming up next you'll be interested in as well. Um, I've got a gaggle of Daves here. I want to call a group of Daves. Is it a gaggle? Uh, Mick, can I also just mention as well with Alton Town, I must mention the ladies as well who competed at East Midlands Regional Women's Premier League um, and were County Cup finalists this year as well. Excellent. And, and, and that leads me on to another question because uh, uh, finally at about the fourth attempt Newark seems to have got themselves a ladies team that are are going forward. Are Ollerton Town ladies there to tick a box? Or are, are, are they <coughs> definitely not? They're, part um, of the club? As the manager keeps reminding well, he's our groundsman as well. Um, Neil Hamilton, he keeps reminding me that he's, um, he's the only manager at Ollerton that's won anything in the last um, eight or nine years. They, they won a treble in their second season. So, um, yes, so our, our clubhouse, our, our chairman's room is adorned with their trophies and. Um, Everything right. You know, we've got a runners-up one from a few years ago to get us into step six, but right. hey-oh. I, I go down to Newark Rugby Club and uh, their girls won the national championship three or four seasons yeah. ago and uh, they, they, they don't let the ch- no. they don't let anybody forget that in, in North Shortly. Dave, you've got about four minutes to tell us all about sport in Sherwood. Four minutes? Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, well, going for a pint. You, you're all yours. <laughs> well, it's great. Um, just firstly, yeah, obviously... Those that are listening can't see who there is in the room, but um, in the room here, um, we've been working in Ollerton in a, a real sort of um, focused way for the past year to 18 months. Um, and the work we do from Sports Island, we're a, a fairly small team across the district. Um, so we are ex- reliant on um, volunteers, we're reliant on people from the, the district and town council, um, other partners to help support what we do. Um, and without those, we couldn't have had. The success we've had, we have. When I say success, it's still very much a work in progress. We're trying to help where we can. So we've got things like the um, junior park run. We have given the, the rugby club a little bit of support with some of the junior stuff they're trying to set up. We've got um, a weekly netball session that we didn't have before, um, and we're going to have a completely free to access um, football session weekly on a Friday night as of February next year, available for, for young people in Ollerton. Um, one yourself down, you might find a star. Yeah, come on, Dave. Yeah, um, and one other um, place and people that I must mention is the um, the people down at the Young People Centre, um, the Duke's Young People Centre. Val and the team down there um, do a fantastic job, and we worked done a lot in partnership with them, um, as well as where we stood now in Duke's Academy as well. We still got two. Got well. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to move on though, actually, um, and it's um, Dave. You're going to. Talk again because we don't talk about our volunteer of the year and um, in any sport, football, rugby, trampoline, whatever. Without volunteers, it ain't going to happen. You know, it, the easiest job in the world is for the eleven, the the fifteen, the individual to turn up and do their thing and take all the glory. That's what it's all about. That's that that's quite right. But for them to do that, the backroom team has got to be absolutely spot on. They've got to get the paperwork right, because they won't get two chances. If that paperwork's wrong, that team's out of the competition. It, it really is that simple. The groundsman has to make sure the pitch is fit to play on. The electrician has to make sure the floodlights are working. Sorry. Um, and, and so on, and so on. Somebody has to walk around and pick up the litter. Somebody has to sell the programmes. The volunteers... Without them, you wouldn't have any grassroots sport. It, it is that. It really is that simple. Dave, jump to lead on to the award, mate. Yep, yep. So, um, as every year, it was extremely difficult to category to make a decision. There were five nominees in total for the volunteer of the year, and I'm really pleased to say that we have two of those finalists here this evening. Firstly, we have Sam Crowther. Sam has Worcester Drought Syndrome, which impacts his ability to communicate effectively. Sam has always had aspirations to become a coach through the opportunities he's gained at specialist schools growing up and on to Portland College, where he achieved his sports leaders' qualifications. 
Sam has developed immensely through his role as learning support within the sports department and began to support the football enrichment sessions offered at Portland and played a key part in the college's FA People's Cup victory. He has recently completed his FA Level 1, so he could try and get more involved in football, and this year set up a club as part of Ollerton Town, engaging young people with disabilities from the local area. The team are completely self-sufficient, with Sam taking the reins, and has this year organised competitions with other teams, sorting out the transport for the players, and importantly, the communications with the FA. The other finalist we have here this evening is Cara Pearson. Cara is an inspiration to everyone in the local community. She has set up many activities at the school and volunteers weekly at the Forest View Academy, sorry, after school cross country and botcher clubs, both catering for roughly 40 pupils on a regular basis. She regularly takes the children to fixtures at other schools in her own time. She has been the driving force behind the setting up of the junior, Dukeries Junior Park Run, inspiring new volunteers to get on board and finally seeing her efforts of month of organisation come to fruition with the first event held in September. She's brought together a range of people to get this superb community health project off the ground, working with Newcastle District Council officers, local academies and an increasing number of local volunteers. Cara deserves recognition for her tireless efforts. So can we ask Cara and Sam to step forward, please, and our presentation party? Dave, we should have a drum roll here, but Alexis forgot to bring the red carpet, um, and it looks like she's forgot to bring the drum, so we can't have a drum roll, so you're all asking to go like, come on, noise! That will do for a drum roll. Dave, our winner is? Uh, our winner is Cara Pearson. Cara Pearson there receiving from our presentation party um, our, our, our awards, and we're going to have a chat with both Cara, Dave, do you want to come this, this side? Dave, I know you were instrumental with, with Sam. Yes, um, Sam, was a, Sam was a student of mine many years ago at the college where I work, and um, we saw something in him from that day, and through his own, own um, aspirations and ambitions, he's, he's, he's gone and developed into a proper bloke. Proper and again, he's put a team into the... Um, Alton Town. Alton Town, yes. So, you know, we've gone from the senior men's team, senior ladies' team, um, under 18s, under 16s, and now a, a fully inclusive team as well. So, yeah, brilliant. Growing all the time. Right. Sam, how do you like your football? Yeah, I like it very much. And Alton Town, your favourite team? Yeah. Yeah. You sure, you sure it's not new at Flow Serve? No, definitely all it. <laughs> it's definitely not new upflow, so it's, it's, it's not. And you, I mean, you organise, you're volunteer. Do you play as well? Um, while we're really a new team, so we're limited to number of players. So I'll teach them with the odd appearance now and again to help the team in games. So. And the ladies have won a trophy at Allerton Town. Do you think you'll be the next team to win a trophy? Because Dave's a lot. He, he can't even keep the floodlights on. So do you think you're going to be the next one to win a trophy? We're, we're aspiring to win 12 in competitions. We've recently just got one up in a local competition and Hope, hopefully that's a stepping stone to hopefully lift him a 12 one day. You've got your work cut out here. Definitely. <laughs> Dave, Sam, thank you so much. And again, a personal thanks to Allerton Town from myself. Lovely. Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> Park Runs is something that's arrived on the sporting calendar in the last few years and junior part runs are um, the latest one and uh, you're instrumental in part running in Allerton. Yes, apparently so. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, uh, I just happened to go to a meeting that Dave had organised. Um, it took my um, took me 
by surprise and I thought this is something that I can get my teeth into. Um, as it's been said, I'm quite heavily involved in the community and especially supporting the children in the community. So is it um, the same as Newark Sunday morning at nine o'clock? Um, yes, very similar. I, um, I did um, head over to Newark um, for a, a couple of times on the run-up to hours um, setting up. Newark have been um, massively supportive in helping us get on the ground, um, especially supporting myself, um, giving me the confidence to obviously get up there, get going with it. Um, so, yeah, so huge thanks to Newark's um, Park Run for that as well. And Boccia. I mean, Boccia is a sport that... I hate the term dis- disabled because sport is inclusive, it's for everybody and when people saying, oh that's a disabled sport, no, I don't like that mm-hmm. terminology but Boccia does seem to go fit in a, a category but tell us about Boccia and Ollerton. Um, so yeah, again, um, part of my role in the school where I work, I work alongside um, children with additional needs um, and a part of that to get them engaged um, we do the Dracha, um weekly um, we've taken part in regular competitions and um, two years ago we came, became uh, runners up at the Nationals um, and this time around we just missed out on that opportunity. So are you a bocce player? Um, I wasn't until I started working at the school, um, but again, it's just it's something that took my fancy, and um, and just seeing the the joy on the children's faces when they play and they they're doing something that's um, that they can achieve too. Um, and finally, on on Dave's list, um, community health, and and that's got very important, especially in, in in the last few years. And we talk we talk about health, but I just want to mention mental health as well because. It's it's good to talk. It's all right to talk, and people are now actually talking. I was talking to a young fifteen-year-old on the sports show last week. When I used to be in a, a sports dressing room when I was young, and yes, I know it was an awful long time ago. Um, if you got a weakness, you don't say anything because they, they they would never let it go. That's changed, and it's probably changed because of people like yourself. What's your your thoughts? Um, yeah, so again, um, supporting the children in the school um, in all aspects of health, um, especially, um, like you say, mental health. Um, I'm fortunate enough to, well, not, um, not fortunate as, as say, but my son um, suffers with um, anxiety and depression, which from an early age, and being able to support him with that is is has been a great deal on weight on my shoulders but then to be able to support it with other children in the community um especially in schools um has been sort of a, an achievement for myself and to say just to show awareness that it's out there as well and that when people say what's the great innovations in sport in the last 20 years that is sitting there right at the top isn't it yeah absolutely especially these children that do suffer um with those um issues or things like that getting them into a sport where they feel that they can they've got a sense of achievement that they that they can get somewhere with it um is something that we, we need to aspire and push to grassroots sport any sport has to have a winner but it's much more important to take part absolutely and um Going back to Parkrun, because we don't have, we don't like to push that we have a winner. Um, Parkrun's not about um, the competition side of things, so um, we heavily um, say that it, there's a first finisher and a last finisher, but not in the the competition side of things. Um, every child that takes part in the sport of Parkrun is um, a personal achievement, not a um, like a competition side of things, but no, absolutely, and those children need to need to be aware that that there are other aspects to things like that. Ladies and gentlemen, Sam and Cara. Thank you, Thank you so much, and that's uh, wonderful there. And uh, she really enjoyed standing at the front chatting there, didn't you? <laughs> absolutely wonderful, Dave. There's no rest for you though. We're, we're moving. We're moving swiftly on as they say to the coach of the year award great thank you very much um again there were five nominations in this category and it's evident there's a high standard of commitment and dedication across the community so tonight we have our winner of the coach of the year award samuel ward sam has also had a busy year this year instigating recruitment drive to increase the uptake of local 18 to 30 year olds in rugby 
He has facilitated weekly coaching for regular members, uh, sorry, for regular numbers of 20 or more, which is a huge increase on the previous year's numbers at training, which often wouldn't reach double figures. He has helped to reintroduce junior rugby opportunities to Alton, with sessions being put on for 6- to 13-year-olds during the school holidays. Sam has supported several players during the season who have subsequently gone on to be selected for Nottinghamshire representative sides at senior and veteran levels. Ladies and gentlemen, um, Sam and our presentation, our presentation party. And Sam's now making his way to the front and, uh, and is going to our presentation party and uh, the only thing that we're lacking at the moment is a trophy. Here we go. Yes, thank you, yes. And the trophy arrives. There we go. And it's uh, Sam Warden. Sam, we're, um, we're going to talk rugby. Um, you've had a cracking... I mean, reading all, reading all this, you, you, are, you are Mr. Rugby. Uh, I try to be. Um... Uh, rugby is a great sport and it includes everyone. Uh, listen to Ollerton football. It's a game where everyone can play it, no matter what age, gender, if you've got a disability. So, yeah, it's a privilege to the, teach these people how to play. One of the many things I like about rugby, it is still a sport where you can play for Ollerton, Southall or Newark as a junior. Mm-hmm. And you do stand a chance of going all the way through and wearing an England shirt. Of course, yeah. Um, a lot of players around here who have gone on to make themselves careers, uh, a few players who I've played with have gone on to play for Scotland and this um, it is, it's not far. you just got to put the work in and hopefully you'll get there. So, Scottish sports people, there's a, ra- <laughs> there's a rarity. Yeah, um, yeah, I agree. <laughs> okay, let's, um, let's just analyse this bit. Um, the juniors. Mm-hmm. You seem to be... Uh, very strong with the juniors and, and they are the lifeblood of the future of course yeah and um, um, J- James who's here with me today as well uh, it's a big thing for us all and rugby club at the moment we're, we're at a high but we've got to continue the growth of that and the only way you can do that is when you've got um, a good young team coming through that um, so yeah it's, it's a starting point but hopefully with the near future we start to get some, some uh, youth together and hopefully push some teams into the senior sides. Going on with the conversation that you'll intently listen to with, with, with Dave and the financial side of it, mm-hmm. um, we've got to make sure rugby doesn't go down the same road as football, surely. Um, you know what? And I, got, I, I love football as well, but I think that's the cornerstone of rugby that it is not money-orientated at all, only until you get to the national level. So it's the beauty of the game and hopefully it stays for the long run. So. So what went wrong in the World Cup final? Oh, it, well, to be honest, <laughs> I, I, um, I did fancy South Africa in the beginning, but I thought the England boys did well. Um, just saying we couldn't do it at the end. Um, but I next year I, it's a young team. So I hopefully. think our final was the semi-final. Totally I think agree. that was the problem. Oh, I totally agree. New Zealand were, they, they were, they were a great side, but we were better on the day. But South Africa, they got the tactics right on the day. And um, yeah, rest is history, isn't it? Runners up it is again. You're obviously not nowhere near old enough, but... Uh, Veterans rugby, that sounds fun. Oh, yeah, it was. Well, um, that, that, another beauty of Ollerton, and that's why they've been such a success for the last few years. They've got a great set of veterans who've been around the block, and they've got a good rapport of the whole county. So that's why they've got invited. Um, hopefully, I, I didn't do myself a miss. Um, it was a great honour. Nottinghamshire's a great county for rugby, and it was nice to get the win. So it was good. Good stuff. We'll use your Sunday name here, because that's what it says. Samuel Ward. Thank you so much. Thank Our you winner, much, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, sir. And as they say, that leaves one coming up next. The Sam White Junior Volunteer Award. We've just got one award left tonight on the first night of the Newark and Sherwood Sports Award. And that's the Sam White Junior Volunteer. And we're very pleased and privileged to have Mike White in the audience tonight. Mike, would you like to step up to the front, please? Because um, we are out of Newark, obviously. Um, first of all, Mike, can you give us a bit of a lowdown on the Sam White legacy, please? Yeah, the um, Sam White legacy is a charity, local charity in Newark, that was formed after Sam um, died from having a brain tumour in 2013 he did a lot of work for charity himself whilst he was uh 
trying to uh, combat his brain tumour for five years and uh, we've continued that good work for the last six years raising money in his memory and uh, putting that towards good causes and uh, awareness for brain tumours and raising money for research. His son was, he's a bit of a legend over on our side of the of the area and um, we was so pleased when Alexis and the team of Active for the Day agreed that we could call it the Sam White Junior volunteer because that's the way we can remember, a good way to remember Sam. And Mike has already said some of the work and some of the work this year included the fundraising event, which um, we'll talk about the cycle ride for a moment, Ken, because um, you're not a cyclist. It's no, not, not sort of something that you get on your bike and go 100 miles every Sunday. What on earth possessed you to agree to go from John O'Groats to Land's End via Newark? Well, um, it was a challenge put down by a good friend of mine, uh, David Greenaway, and um, he wished to help raise a lot of money for the charity. And the one caveat to doing the ride was that I had to take part. And so 12 of us set out from John O'Groats via Newark to Land's End, just cycling under 1,100 miles over two weeks. And some of it was fun, and a lot of it wasn't. So we've asked him the question before on the sports show, but they're absolutely wonderful answers. The best part of the ride... Was getting to the end. You'll like the next bit. The worst part of the ride was... At the start. (laughs) When it dawned on him. Dave, um... Back to you, please. Can you do the honours? Okay, on to the awards. Um, we have two finalists here with us again, and here's the nomination details. Firstly, Charlie Cawthorn. Uh, Charlie's had an extremely busy year. After developing a love of trampoline as a participant, he has gone on to volunteer at the sessions, initially starting for three hours every Saturday morning. And this has now increased to a Monday, Wednesday and Saturday to increase his coaching knowledge under the watchful eye of the coaching team at Rebel Roos at Ducris Leisure Centre. He's achieved the bronze, silver and gold Whisper Awards since starting the scheme earlier this year, which is a total of almost 70 volunteering hours. He has developed his confidence so quickly that he completed a British Gymnastics Trampoline Proficiency Award course alongside other coach and volunteers. And this has helped him to know how to support and teach the skills to the participants that are learning each week. We also have Isabella Chapman. Isabella started playing tennis at the age of six and has spent a number of years playing and travelling to tournaments across the country and has played for the county at under 12 and under 14 level. This year, Isabella decided that she wanted to focus more on the coaching side of the game and when she was 14, she passed her LTA tennis leaders course so that she can help coaching the younger players. She currently helps four times a week, which is approximately seven hours, with tennis coaching, supporting Cornton Tennis Club in their satellite activities in the area. Isabella really enjoys helping with the coaching and wants to help get younger girls to play the game. She's currently taking a GCSE in sport and physical activity and wants to go on to study sports psychology at university. In 2020, Isabella will be taking her LTA Level 1 Tennis Assistant Coaching course at Loughborough Uni with her long-term goal to become a fully qualified LTA tennis coach. Before we announce the winner, I've just brought Alexis back up on, onto the front here. Um, Alexis, as much as you enjoy doing the sports awards, the hardest thing for you and your team are the day when you have to sit there and find, and I know we said earlier on tonight there's got to be a winner, but in the categories tonight, it's so difficult to choose. It was really difficult, and that's why every year when we bring the panel together, the panel is a a real cross-section of different people that are involved in sport or not involved in sport, people who have no idea who these people are, that uh, names are on the paper, and all these fantastic achievements are jumping out at you, and you just don't know which one to pick. Um, But what I would think stands out as a successful achievement or deserving of the winner or a finalist is very different to what Dave or what Mick or somebody else in the might in the room might feel. So, um, and Mike obviously being involved in in the sports awards in this category, Mike also contributes and puts his um, thoughts to us as well. So it's a real mix of different people's opinions, and it's balanced. And it's not just what I think; it's about what ten other people think. 
Oh, it is, and it's done properly, but it's it's the sheer time and thought that goes into it. And until you see it there in black and white on that piece of paper, you know you know it's going on. Everybody knows it's going on. You probably see it in print, on in the newspapers, or on on the social media, or on club websites, on Team GB websites or Facebook posts. Until you see it there and they're living in Newark and Sherwood and you think, wowzers, we need to we need to celebrate this and we need to tell people all about this. And that's what the Newark and Sherwood Sports Awards is about. That's an active for today word, isn't it? Wowzers. I don't know. I've just it made is, it up. It's an active for I've heard it every year. It's the only time I, I, um, that I hear it every year. Wowzers. It's an active for today word. I'm sure it is. Right. And the winner, Dave, is? Uh, I'm pleased to say the winner is Charlie Cawthorn. And uh, the pr- our presentation party making its way to the front as well. Is here already? I'm going blind. <laughs> right, that's absolutely lovely. Charlie, um, Ollerton seems to be a trampoline in hotbed. Yeah, well, uh, I started doing trampolining when I was about 10. I'm not really sure. Uh, do it at the leisure centre at Jukeries with Rebel Roos. Um, a lot of people do it, and yeah. So. Tell me about about Vispa, if you would. So Vispa, I started back in about May time. May time, I think it was. Um, and basically, it's just volunteering in sports, helping out as much as you can. Um, and you can do it with football, swimming, really any sports that the active for today um, can like use and develop. But it's a great way of like learning to become a coach or it can go good on your cv to improve what jobs you get and yeah and the british gymnastics trampoline proficiency award course that sounds a posh name uh, yeah and um, well it's just sort of developing kind of course it's not your full like level one qualification and um, it's just so you get the basic knowledge of trampolining can assist coaches if they need assistance and just help out the children if they need it Isabella, do you want to just come into the middle as well, if you would, please? Because uh, I've known you for a long time, and at one time we thought um, we was going to get free tickets for Wimbledon, but you've, you've, you've had a change, and you've gone off playing a little bit onto the coaching side. Yeah, well, I just thought, like, in the end of the day, tennis is quite a lot of money into it, and I thought... Dad! <laughs> I feel like I can gain a lot more from it by being a, a pro progressing in the coaching format so then i can help like young girls become like me so they have the choice whether they can go on to be a tennis player or go on to be a coach we said earlier on that it's very difficult for any young footballer to make the grade thankfully in rugby they can still do it two more sports tonight can somebody start off by playing tennis at Corton and if they're good enough can they still make the grade yeah, exactly. Like, they can because you don't have to necessarily be fantastic at tennis. You can be, to a certain degree, good at tennis. And then all you need to do is adapt to the skills, being a tennis leader, and then helping out in um, sessions, and you sort of learn the experience. Are you happier playing or coaching? Uh, debatable. <laughs> um, I would say probably coaching because... I get to see people progress like how I would progress. Trampolining is still a a sport which is is not on TV. And and these days, if it's not on television, it's not recognised. Part of your job, I would assume, is is to build up the recognition of trampolining. So, yeah, it's basically just to improve and you can tell people about it and advertise. But also it's about encouraging the pupils how to get better and watching them develop and um you've both got a lot of work to do promoting your sports but mike two youngsters two completely different sports i think sam would have been proud tonight yes he would have been very proud tonight uh, sam represented his community very well he was a uh, into his sport he uh, excelled in hockey but he liked football and, and all other cricket sports and things like that. He volunteered at school, and in year seven, he was uh, teaching year nine how to play hockey and coaching them. 
Um, so yeah, he he was big on coaching. He loved botcher and he coached that as well. So he'd have been very proud of these two tonight and all and, the rest. And I think we should be proud because you know it it's easy to group youngsters together. All they're just hanging about on the street corner. They're not doing that. They're walking around. They've got nothing to do. But you know, you've got youngsters like these two, who's going out and trying to improve other youngsters and bringing them into sport. And this is happening in Newark and Sherwood, so we should all be so proud of these two youngsters. Ladies and gentlemen, please give them a round of applause. <laughs> and we really should be. They're, they are... They, uh, they, I mean, we are talking about the future here, aren't we? Yeah, and um, Charlie and Isabella's um, achievements are fantastic, and they are... Um, so, well, Charlie's certainly one of our VISPA volunteers in the district, of which we have round about 40 to 50 young people locally, both in Alton and across the other bits of the district as well, that are actively volunteering week in, week out, giving hours and hours of, um, of their own time to, to ensure that, that local sport happens. They're on. The easy job is to play it. Absolutely, yeah. And it's the... Um, it's the, the difficult bit is the organising. When, when you come to a session as a, as a player or a participant, everything's set up. You know, uh, for example, the gymnastics trampoline, Charlie will be able to tell you that it's, it's a sort of a, a half hour, three quarters an hour process to put all the equipment out in the first place. Um, then you're going to coach the session. Then you're putting it away. They're the bits as a player you don't see and you perhaps don't appreciate. Alexis, would you like to pop back round to the front? Because we've just about concluded night one of the um, Newark and Sherwood Sports Awards. One down, two to go. Where are we going tomorrow? And what are we going to give away? We are going to Southall Rugby Club tomorrow. Um, and I think the lights will be on. I think there's men's training on outside, but we will not be outside. We will be in the nice warm of the clubhouse. If there's men's training outside, I'll probably be in the clubhouse and you'll be banging on the window. I will be in the clubhouse. Right. Concentrating on the Keeping warm. Keeping warm. Right. All these big rugby players then. Tomorrow night. (laughs) Back to business. Tomorrow night, we are going to present another few ra- different range of sports actually we have got some sailing sailors sailors tomorrow night make a mental note of that rod stewart <laughs> and we have got um let me remember you put me on the spot i, you? I gave you, a five minute warning for this and i started to think yes we have got the role of honor one role of honor to go out you've done tomorrow so night. well tonight Dave. you have dave you, you pro- know just tomorrow just take it to one side and try and help her a little bit it's all right i've got a standing replacement that's what it's all about <laughs> dave get it ready so we're at south rugby club we are at south we've got club another batch and then we're keeping the rugby theme on first night because we're going to Callum road in newark rugby club we are a busy night on thursday an extended show on thursday because we've got quite a few awards to give out and that remains now please thank both yourself to dave our esteemed guests all the lovely people that's come and attended tonight all our award winners and the finalists because they're absolutely all-stars. And our first ever trip over to the Dukeries Academy. I don't think it's going to be the last one because we've been made very welcome and we've really, really enjoyed the night. I don't think so at all. I've got a hard to get back to Newark, but I'm sure <laughs> one way or another we will figure that one out. So from everybody at Radio Newark Sport at the Dukeries Academy, it's good night and we'll see you tomorrow. We-